episode two, episode two. Welcome back to the Chosen Two podcast. OG. Pops and Zay. Come roll when a nigga get high, when a nigga count stacks, when a nigga fuck hoes, when a nigga back in high school, we used to trade clothes with my niggas. Back when Ice Breaking Jabal was like the wardrobe for the killers, we post for the pictures, stunning on hoes. I stun with my bros. Real go getters, I swear being broke did a bit, it's like new jeans, new hats. You can start jokes. Wait, wait, uh, with Joe Budden? You didn't watch that. Oh, you about to hear the pie. Yesterday. Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, I that. Yeah, I that. I well, I knew it premiered Sunday, so when I was at the hotel, I just had my iPad set up, and uh, okay. yeah, I was. It was it's like a good two or two hours, maybe or hour, something like that. I didn't watch the whole thing, but he was, but no, nah, he was touching on that. Yeah. Big Sean is enlightened. I love him, and he from Detroit. Yeah, and he, and he do more for Detroit than any rapper in that that that, that came from Detroit or is currently. You know, doing, doing doing rap. You know, you know he's more than Eminem, more than Big Sean is a real Detroit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I'm gonna meet Big Sean. I'm a fan of his for real. Nah, for sure. You, you ready to pop it off? Yeah, yeah, we going, we live. Oh yeah, we live, baby. <laughs> yeah, we um, dang, that's so crazy. Uh, I'm gonna end up me and Big Sean. I'm putting that to me. Yeah, I'm putting that we out definitely there for sure. gonna do that. I mean, it's everybody in the universe gonna bring them to us anyway. But hello, family. Uh, this is our second episode of the Chosen Two, and uh, you know, the first episode was based on my incarceration and how me and my son were separated for 15 years, and how his mom, you know, uh, did some incredible things in my absence in raising him. So um, we just continuing where we left off on the last episode. And um, we just enlightening you on, you know, our relationship with each other, my son and I. Um, So this next episode is basically gonna give you the full understanding of how a separation from a son and father could be devastating, but yet it could be rewarding. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I was uh, I was really pleased with the feedback. Thank y'all for that show, love. Um, we definitely wanna just expound on everything uh, we talked about last episode. I know I was kind of vague in some areas, so yeah, um, definitely. Um, why don't you? Uh, I know personally and other people, why don't you start with like some books maybe that kind of led to like, I don't know, I'm kind of interested to like, you know, how you got into, you know, Islam and, you know, books that kind of took you to the next level for sure. You know what I mean? So wherever you kind of feel like, you know, take me through that like process to where you just like just became a monster with the books and the knowledge and you could tell your consciousness was raising and um you know you essentially i don't know you just took your mind to another level and uh 
like again, not a lot of people can do that in that situation. They'll kind of fold or give up. Uh, but you, you know, you're really in there getting to it and then passing me knowledge at the same time. So I know um, for sure some some people uh, wanted to know what were some of those books that took you to the next level. Okay, well, I kind of kind of touched on it before, but I could, I guess I can get more in depth. Um, one of the books I read was um, the story of the Moors in Spain. Um, I can't really currently tell you what the author was. It was a long time ago, so I can't remember all the authors of every book that I read. But um, I read another book, too, that was titled um, The Mysteries of the Human Soul. I think I, I touched on that with you before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In retrospect, me and you, you know, dialogued on that book, and um, it was by Ahmed Dabdi, I believe, how you pronounce his name. But it was a very powerful book, too, as well. But if our family, you know, go back to episode one, they'll see the books that I read when I was in the Nation of Islam, you know, by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. So we would just like you to refer back to the first episode instead of repeating ourselves yeah. being repetitive, you know. I know another one uh, that you told me about, A Pale White Horse. Yeah, Behold of the Pale White Horse mm -hmm. was very, very powerful. Um, I'll never forget, that's one of my all-time favorite books that I've ever read. Um, other books that I've read was um, The Unseen Eye. What was it, what was it about, um, like, The Pale White Horse, though, that you liked? Um, wow, The Pale White Horse was... It basically gives you uh, information about things of the government that happened and that that came into fruition. Right. You know, mm -hmm. um, just like similar to when I read uh, Machiavelli. Right. You know, you you have to books like Machiavelli and The Pale White Horse. Right. And. Uh, Illuminati, six six six. When you read books like that, um, it's it's on a whole nother level. It's gonna take you to a whole nother level in consciousness. So you know, some books are just so deep that you know you have to read them more than once. Yeah. And like, um, that's something I need to do for sure. Yes. Because you gotta go like as your consciousness raises, you might pick up on stuff you didn't that didn't resonate with you as much but still is as important you know absolutely um because um the 48 laws of power i read that book twice um the art of war ton ton of gems in there yep yeah yep. um i read um also um it was another book that i read uh by dr martin luther king called why we can't wait and it, it really really gave me a better understanding of why he really st started seeing things differently than what he did when he first started off his um, struggles in... Uh, oh, look, look what we got right here. Boycotting. So I got a list of books you had given me. What's oh, that? Okay. The Fall of the Roman Empire. Oh, yeah. The Art, the art of Seduction, which I got halfway through. Yeah. Makes me want to holler. Yeah, by yep. Nathan McCall. The New Jim Crow. 
Yep, the new Jim Crow. My favorite. Very powerful. Oh, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. My favorite right now, Asking It Is Given. Yes. Ooh, they don't know about that Asking It Is Given. You can't, you can't just jump into yeah. that, baby. Awaken <laughs> the Giant Within yeah. by Anthony Robertson. Yeah. Um, very powerful. But what, what I learned, too, is like when you're trying to change your life and you, you're trying to change the way you think and you operate, operate in life um you, you know it's like 20 percent of change is knowing how and 80 percent of change is knowing why 100 percent. so you first you have to know why you want to change right i mean how you want to change and then you have to know why why, why is it important for you to change and be a better person? Right. What are you trying to work toward? You know, so. What's holding you back? Yeah. The, I read in the book before too, like, um, it was very powerful. You remember the quote that I, that I told you that I read in the book that if you fail to plan, you plan yeah, to fail. fail. That's my favorite well, one. That's yeah, my favorite one. I also read in the book too that about failure the the people that fail is directly proportionate with the people who don't even try because if you never try you know you never know if you're gonna win or fail you don't even get that little ounce of hope that maybe like, ah, maybe I could try again and I know what. Uh, right. Yeah. That's like the definition of entrepreneur is one who who takes a chance. Mm-hmm. Greater risk than normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Greater risk than normal. So if you don't try, you never know if you're going to succeed or fail. But I'd rather fail and try again than, than don't try at all and not know if I'm going to succeed or fail. Yeah. Hundred percent, definitely agree. What's uh, what's those other two? I know they're just as important. The way of the superior man. Yeah, the way of the superior man, and then uh, succeeding against the odds. Yeah, succeeding against the odds by John H. Johnson is so important and so powerful when you when you being a, a black entrepreneur because it enlightens you to the the actual. Uh, I guess you would say. Um, blocks that's going to be the stumbling blocks that's going to be in your way uh, before you get to the point where you you know or hurdles that's going to be in your way before you can get in position to jump those hurdles and to uh, to actually know that irregardless to what what type of you know things that's going to get in your way you're not going you're going to be relentless and you're not going to stop until you succeed yeah and and that's where a person that determined that's determined to succeed won't give up no matter what because if you fall then you should get up and keep on striving because all of us going going to fall or we're not going to get to that specific point in our journey that we want to get into, right. but if we lose our, you know, perseverance and ingenuity, 
to to keep going, then we never gonna gonna get to the level that we trying to reach. Right. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't agree more. I uh, man, it's it's and some some books that some books honestly that changed that changed my kind of like that kind of kept me going when I was uh, I'd say like twenty eighteen, kind of still doing the groundwork for TCF. I um I read the autobiography of uh, James Prince from Texas. He's from, uh, uh-huh. I, f- I think, I forget which uh, specific city they're in. I think it's Houston, but um, pretty much a music mogul. He's, mm-hmm. He uh, he signed Floyd Mayweather. Um, he, uh, uh, he, I never read that. I'm not familiar with that book. I never read that one, but I did read Russell Simmons' book. Russell I Simmons. to tell you about that one. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I, oh, man, another... Ooh, just another entrepreneur that you know succeeded yeah, against inspired. the odds. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Um, I feel like oh, and uh, it was a couple books by Charlemagne. I think he had. Yeah, he oh, he read a couple. Me with him, but I didn't know he read wrote any books. Yeah, he got he got two right now, and they they kind of heavy. Yeah, they kind of heavy. It's nice wow. because um, he touches on the first one. He kind of just tells you about um, embracing you know, your struggle, you know, being black, right. you know what I mean? Pretty much giving you like mm-hmm. superpower, like, you know, if I did all of this in my life and made it to where I am, you know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta embrace your journey, your struggle, and, you know, get through yours. And then the second book, mm-hmm. he's touching on, you know, his anxieties and things that held him back or, you know what I mean? And kind of yeah. held him back in his life. And it's, it, man, it's full of gems, man. Cause it's like, it's a lot of stuff in there that like, you know, I, I could relate to or uh, just, you know, I could see that like I could use this, like you said, for foresight when um, I run into, you know, the same kind of issue. So books are just, man, they just they just do something to you, man. It's it's essential to like leave time to feed your mind because, um, man, I just it's like Big Sean said in that interview uh, with Joe. Uh, it's like when you just focus in on only one part of yourself or mm-hmm. one specific thing about yourself like you 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 lose all of yourself or in a sense you know what i mean you Mm -hmm. gotta you gotta pay for that at some point you know what i mean or or it's gonna catch up with you you know in a sense so yeah that's uh i don't know that interview was heavy i i I really liked what he was touching out of there i really do yeah yes he has some stuff going yeah, I, I wasn't familiar with that book but i'm you you, now you have my curiosity roaming um, because I, you know, I love knowledge, and um, you know, if yeah. books are stimulating to the mind, and they, they, they always, you know, take you to the next level. You know, certain books that you may read. Yeah. Um, so I, I basically, you know, I, I like philosophy. You know, um, I like, um, you know, self help books. You know, like the the one I was telling you, accident is given. Yeah. Um, Steve Harvey wrote a very powerful book called Accident is Given. Mm-hmm. Not accident is given. I take that back. Excuse me. Um, wow. Let me make sure I I, I quote it right because I don't want to misquote it. Yeah, I know you got Act like a success, think like a success. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Powerful. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you told me about that one for yes. sure. Pretty sure you told me about that one. Yes. Yeah. That's a. Uh, Man, that's, yeah, that's, uh, and Steve Harvey, man, he just, like, no matter what, even what he said, you know what I mean, with Monique and everything the past uh, year, like, 
still, you can't take away what this man has done. As long as I've been alive, I've seen this man on TV. Yeah. And that's just, you know, now he's hosting Family Feud and, you know, like, you just got to, certain people you got to, you just got to pick up. If you want to truly be successful, you just got to lock in on, you know, the traits and habits that these people got. Um, and they're all universal, you know what I mean? Like, it's all the same thing, but, uh, yeah, dang, I got to tap into that one for sure. He has great work ethics, and, and that's important to, um, you know, to be multitask, um, two-dimensional. You know, you got you to gotta be good at more than one thing, and you have to have your hands in more than one thing because, you know, you might succeed in one area, but, you know, all great people are good at more than one thing. Right. Yeah, and that's 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 how I feel really. That's why that's why even yeah, of course like the podcast, I I like to I'm just a creative dude. Like I you know, I like a lot and I see a lot. Like I I like to travel, I like to you know, I like to eat, I like to we both like to exercise. Like I don't know, I don't only just wanna sell clothes, you know what I mean? Like I'm an all around creative. I like you know, I like doing a lot of different things. So yeah, for sure. Then you look at successful people and they're doing, they don't just, very few, you know what I mean? Just have one thing going for them. Very few, you know? And that's like a lot of people got their hands in different, even if they don't necessarily advertise it, they might be 50, 50 you know? Even like with Shark Tank, like Mark Cuban or yeah. Kevin John, like they- I love them. I'm sure they got plenty of, uh, you know, partnerships and deals with these people uh, and of course they got their own thing that they do and so it's you know you really you always got to have something going on the side some kind of side hustle or some like I don't know I just I don't think you can get ahead by just working one job you know it's very unrealistic in a sense uh, you just need resources you need other people you need uh yeah, like you need assets, you know what I mean? You need people, you know? So that's why the phrase self-made is essentially, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's not really true, you know? You, nobody gets there by themselves. Exactly. I'm glad you said that because that's very profound, you profoundly put because, you know, all of, all of us need some assistance mm-hmm. to go into that next level. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you got any type of big company or you start any type of big company, somebody helped you to get to that next level. Now, you take a person like um, Hugh Hefner. Right. Um, when he started Playboy. Right. Um, he didn't do it on his own, you know, but he was relentless and he was, he, he had work ethics out of this world. He, of course, once he got his office, you know, that was the, the main um, office building um, what he did was he got him a bed and put the bed in there and worked twenty four seven. Yeah. Sometimes he didn't sleep for days. And the and and man, I can I honestly feel like I can relate to that kind of grind. Like you don't even mm-hmm. want to sleep. You just want to see things through. Yes. You just want to make sure that you make like honestly. That's where that's when that's when I knew like. You know, I, this ain't just a hobby for me to where I'm just doing this on the side. Like, I want this to be my career. I'm, yes. I'll work, you know, a couple of jobs and lose sleep. Or I'm going to be up at night or up super early, lose out on sleep, lose out on, you know, fun with my friends. Yes. Um, 
because I want to see these plans through and I just want people to really like understand that like when you when you're trying to get to the next level in your life or when you're trying to take yourself seriously to really change something about your situation it's a lot of things you got to let go it's a lot of people you're going to disappoint you got to set boundaries you got to set restrictions and it's hard it's it's tough it's so easy to just give in and spend that money or waste your time and you know that's that's where you know the separation comes into play and uh you know it's it's not easy it's definitely not an easy thing to do but that's where you will start to see you know that initial success that's what i'm trying to keep up for sure and you know ultimately you're gonna lose some friends you know because you know you know as well as i know that i you know i had um a lot of money go through my hands and you know in retrospect um you know, uh, I was a hustler in the streets and I made a lot of money. And, you know, a lot of my friends was with me just because I had money. But when you take a fall and, you know, things are not as good as they used to be, right. then people are not going to no. stand behind Nowhere you. Nowhere to be found. Yeah. They're going to... You know, I can remember, you know, my homeboys getting out of prison. I'm buying them cars and clothes and cell phones Tough. and pagers and wardrobes <laughs> and a place to stay. And those those same people, when I really really needed them, you know, because they say a friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> they was not there to help me. Yeah. So I realized that sometimes you know when you have materialistic things you're going to actually Attract have people, people that gravitate towards you that you really don't need in your life and in that act like a success think like a success steve harvey book he said that why would you one of his quotes was why would you want to be around somebody who don't share the same visions and the same aspirations as you do such as you know you should be more uh you should gravitate more towards people who have more than you have that you know towards millionaires you know because why would you want to be around somebody that really don't have no resources to that you couldn't really you. learn from right mm -hmm. that's deep to me yeah 100 percent I, th I think 50 Cent, 50 Cent, uh, he got something on the line just saying something like that. It just, mm -hmm. just uh, sitting around listening to, you know what I mean? Somebody that ain't done more than you. What I'm listening right. to you for? What have you done for yourself? What can you tell me? What can you teach me? So it's, it's heavy, man, because, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, you know, I feel like I'm honestly like at that point. So I just, you know, I, I have to like being around do better for three months was some of the like, like it was life changing you know what i mean I, I just i felt like i was literally in a dream that office is beautiful it's simple it's nice it's i, I had like an apple desktop computer and you know my logo in the window they yeah. you know got john over there to you know design ready to design anything for me danielle ready to like man, it just it was so powerful, man. And I just keep getting like these opportunities and uh 
You know, like I easily could have been satisfied with having a cool little run in the summer with the basketball leagues, but I stayed on foot on the gas pedal when I was at the community college at the Entrepreneurship Center uh, and just following through with steps they was giving me and stuff they were recommending to me. And I'm taking these meetings. I met with Sandra, you know what I mean, who uh, watched our first episode. Yeah. Uh, I met with Danielle, you know what I mean, and told them everything about it. But I'm just, and you know, I'm just staying in the mix, just being optimistic. I'm just, you know, I'm being, living, taking myself serious as an entrepreneur. And what do you know, I get really get a serious partnership. Uh, and it's just, man, life changing, man. I, I, to have you and mom be able to be there. Um, it was just, it was powerful, man. Literally powerful. Everybody around me, um, you know, my my friends, their friends and stuff. Like it, from the grand opening to the uh, the event, we had to close it. Um, just you know, amazing, truly amazing. So, it uh, man, just coming off of that, like I, I know, like you know, it's either you know go up or down. And, you know, that partnership uh, just really really likes put a lot in place for me, solidified a lot for me. Well, there's no going down. That's, no, that's, we, that's we not even accepting that. <laughs> and, you know, additional to that, um, you know, Eminem said something so profound in one of his raps that I'll never forget. And he said, success is our only option. Failure is not. Yeah. Success is my only option. Failure is not. Tough. So that's not even going to be in my vocabulary or my thoughts. Yeah. We're going to keep rising. So yeah. we're going to rise to the occasion. We're going to soar like the birds in the sky, <laughs> you know, to we, we go to that to, to that next level and, and heighten our, our knowledge and, you know, our, our ability to 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 be to be greater and greater yeah tell me tell me a little something real quick right mm -hmm. i want to uh last last episode you know we we touched on the nation a little bit uh -huh. and, and malcolm but i kind of want to know how you got introduced like was it was it unk because i know unk he he's muslim as well i actually not no no i wasn't that was in your intro no he you know i didn't i didn't get introduced to the nation through unk but um i uh Actually, I, I, I was introduced by a friend uh, when I was incarcerated who told me to come to service. And um, I went to service, and when I went, I was hooked. Because once I heard the truth, see, more. when you hear the truth, you know it's the truth. Mm -hmm. it's, that, it's that certain feeling that you're gonna get that's gonna be so overwhelming you, you, you can easily identify a lie. Mm -hmm. And so what the Nation of Islam always does is they, um, when they take you to the truth, they will, they will give you the truth in a book and they will take, they will say, well, go to, go to this book on this page and this, this would, you know, so therefore I always, I always, I always, you know, Credit them on proving their point, right? Because you notice if I if I ever told you something, I said, "Well, son, go to this book and to this page and and You'll see it see. for yourself." I don't want you. I don't want you to just take my word for it, right? Because proof is in the pudding. Yeah. So 
That's how I learned. And like if they gave me a Bible scripture or verse, they'll say, well, go to, you know, Deuteronomy uh, chapter five, verse six or whatever. And it will show me exact, exactly what point they was trying to prove to me. Right. Just and giving you, giving you literally yes. like, okay, if you don't believe me, read this. Right. Yeah. And so then you can never go wrong and you can never say that I misled you because I took you to where I where I took got my information, gathered my information from. Mm -hmm. So you I can led you, you to the water. Right. It's I led you to, you to the water it. and it's up to you to drink it. You know, because you can lead a horse to the water but you can't make him drink it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's heavy though, just because it's yeah. it's crazy that like and I just feel like I kinda like I don't know in a sense like found my way to that same kind of even if you know I didn't go all the way, which is another story for another day if you know if I decide that but uh just just how I kind of find my way back to that philosophy is like it's dope to me it's yeah. just dope and like figuring out that the nation started in in Detroit you know what I yeah. mean and I don't know just like you said like when you get the truth and when you like when you get in enlightened then you know it's mm -hmm. it's like I get hungry for it I start getting obsessive and stuff to where it's the only thing I want to focus on. That's just how I get when I lock in on something that like, oh, like I want more of this. That's that's the drive in me. So that's a uh, that's 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 pretty powerful, man. That's that's pretty sweet. Uh, I don't know. I'm studying. I'm studying the nation just like a lot. Uh, I think I watched another interview with like this uh, Zuri Muhammad uh, yeah. on the Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. but, uh, I don't know, man. Like you said, you just you gotta respect them, man. They're not. They don't. They don't push anything on anybody and they're not speaking nothing but the truth. That's one thing I can never say. I've never heard them, you know, speak a lot, yeah. you know, amid controversy or whatever, you know, with Malcolm. Like, I don't know. That's that's really respectable to me. That's that's something that I could I could get behind. You know what I mean? So that I don't know. That was just that's pretty powerful. I've been enjoying uh, the more I've been tapping into them and stuff. So, yes. They, you know, they, 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 they information, information is very stimulating to the mind um, and it, it drives you to want to know more and more because, and that's what the truth does to you. It, it makes you hungry to know more, you know. And so um, I believe what Dr. Martin Luther King said in the book I read of his called Why We Can't Wait. He said, and it was either that book or his autobiography, maybe I get it mixed up, I don't know for sure, but I know it is in one of his books that he, he wrote. And he said, there's no complete truth to no religion. And that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And that doesn't take nothing from my belief or, or should I say... Um, anyone else's. Yeah, anyone else's. Um, or also, additionally, uh, I guess you could say, because um, everybody is, is different schools of thought. So, and with that being said, um, you can, you know, just because you might believe in something, you know, doesn't mean that it doesn't have no inconsistencies or, you know, it doesn't contradict, certain stuff doesn't contradict itself. Right. But, it's, it's truth in everything. It's truth in the Quran. Right. It's truth in the Bible. Right. 
you know, um, but a lot of people will beg to differ that, you know, one is certain than the other. Or, yeah, or one might have uh, flaws in it and one may not. Right. You know? Yeah. But um, man has always, once man touched something, something. Yeah. he always alters it and takes from the truth. That's why the, the Quran says it like this. It said the truth is banging the brains out of falsehood. Now, when it comes to us being successful, it said the Quran says that man only get what he strives for. Mm. So the Bible says it like this. It says that, um, you know, faith without works is dead. Yeah. Yeah. Faith, no movement. Yeah. So the pie in the sky is a myth. You know, ain't nothing gonna just fall out the sky and it's automatically things gonna happen for you. Right. You know, God wants you to work for what you you need to strive for, and then He'll do the rest. Right. <laughs> yeah, heavy, heavy. God is within. Yeah. That's that's what I had to. That's what I had to learn. That's pretty much what I did learn. Um, mm -hmm. The God is within us. You know what I yeah. mean. We got to go within. Yeah, and believe in ourselves. You know what I mean. It's, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it sounds crazy, you know, to some people, but I, it's, it's led me to subscribe to no religion. You know what I mean, and mm -hmm. instead just kind of have a, a spiritual relationship. You know, uh, within myself, and it's, I don't know. I, it's, I've met a lot of people. You know what I mean. That's or and seen a lot of people kind of get into that same consciousness. Mm -hmm. So it's. It's nice, you know what I mean? In, in, this, in, in the bliss, in the sense of everything, like I just, you know, I want everybody to feel comfortable believing in what they believe in, you know? But I do feel it's important for people to, to hear that, you know what I mean? Not to wish and wait on things. Like you can make more happen for yourself, you know what I mean? Putting the work in yourself, for sure. But, but what did Jesus say? Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. And I once read in a book, I can't remember what book it was, but it says the spiritual awakening is the most essential thing in man's life. And it is the sole purpose of being. Yeah. True fulfillment. So you can call him Jesus. You can call him Allah. You can call him God. You can call him Jehovah. But but something is it's no way this world just could have just came about about without the most high a higher power yeah yeah there's no way yeah if you watch the birth of a child you will understand that that's the most miraculous thing that you could ever that you could ever watch it's it's just phenomenal yeah so you know, it's it, you know you got you have you really have to sit back. That's why it's so important to study, because you know, and and on all different levels, you know, philosophy, you know, study evolution, you know, study religion. You know, we have to, you know, make sure that, you know, we study more than one subject matter. Yeah, and that it's a uh, it's it's something I was watching recently. Um, it was this uh, it was Doctor Sebi's uh, oh, 
family. I love him. Oh, I, I, it was his family on the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and it was just so powerful. Uh, one of the family members said, and he was just like, "We've become lazy learners." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Google, Google heads. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm a victim of it. I've grown with it, like I said, with that technology stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it's, it's a. Uh, Man, you just really, like I said, we become lazy learners. The things our ancestors used to do for a hobby, you know what I mean? Like growing their food. Yes. You know what I mean? We've become handicapped too because the society then brainwashes to think that, you know, this and that, and you know what I mean? So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's heavy, you know what I mean? I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's so heavy, you know, like a lot. A lot of this stuff, like it just, it takes a certain level of consciousness to understand and they uh, have the wherewithal to, you know, put the work in for, um, especially that eating stuff, like the dieting, like that's, I'm cleaning that up this year for sure. I'm cleaning that up. Uh, I, I, even to this day right now, I don't, I still don't even eat a lot of red meat. I don't eat a lot of red meat. Uh, try not to eat meat in general, but uh, yeah. yeah that's, well, I'm glad you don't, cause red meat takes 72 hours to di- digest in your system. Yeah. And then, so anything that takes that long can't be no good for you. <laughs> 72 hours, three yeah. days. Mm, just right. still processing. Yeah. Yeah. That's why burgers totally turned off. Right. Every time I take a bite, I'm thinking about the textures and consistencies. And I feel like that's really uh, what's going to take me to the next level once I... Uh, take a vegan diet seriously and um, truly like transform my body from all this you know stuff I'd kind of grown up eating toxins yeah you clear clear your body of them toxins and it can really thrive you know I feel like that's when you really go to another level for sure that's why fasting is so important a lot of people don't have the discipline to fast but do do um, you do it often kind of sometimes I do it uh for 30 days every year. Okay, okay, you know? okay. Yeah. But, I don't know if you did it outside of Ramadan. Yeah, but I mean, it depends on how I feel, you know, because I, you know, I have did it outside of Ramadan, but, you know, it, it's important, you know, fasting and, and eating the right foods, you know, not eating pork, swine, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, you know, try to justify, well, we eat pork, um, because this and that and third, but you know, if you, I, I don't want to get to trying to bash a, a certain religion, right. you know, but um, it says in the Bible, in the Old Testament, which a lot of people don't want to go by anymore, and they right. try to embrace the New te- Testament and then right. try to contradict the Old Testament. Right. But this is the thing the actual New Testament corroborates the Old Testament, but people will try to take one scripture. And try to say, oh, that didn't mean that. Well, what do you mean? You know, without the Old Testament, there would be no New Testament. Right. That's just, yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. So, yes. What can I say? Yeah, so it's like, even with, 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 with the human being, man, you know, we have 40,000 thoughts that goes through our mind per day. Research has proven this. And at least 80 to 90 cent, 80 to 90% of those thoughts are negative. Mm. And most of those negative thoughts are about ourselves. Mm. So if we don't believe in ourselves, 
and we think negative of ourselves, we're never going to progress. Mm-mm-mm. Gotta change that thinking pattern. You have to think, change the way you think. Because the way you think will determine your future. It's like when I told you before, in Awaken the Giant Within, he made a quote. Anthony Robinson says that um, your, it's your decisions and your, it's your choices and your decisions that determine your destiny. Yeah. You can make one bad choice and it could destroy your future. Mm -hmm. Man, yeah, that's heavy, man. Making you want to move with caution. You have to. Yeah, that's... It's just like driving a car. When you drive a car and you go on the freeway, go on the freeway entrance and you have to merge into traffic. You just can't step on the, on the accelerator and go 100 miles an hour. You're going to have a... Yeah. You, you, you definitely going to have an accident. Yeah. And it could... It, 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 more than likely it's going to be fatal. And that's that's funny you say that too because the, the asking is given. Had another car analogy when mm -hmm. it said, you know, on your journey, um, just say you're on your way to work. You've accepted that it's going to take you a little bit to get to work. Like you said, you I ain't, ain't going to just pull out mm -hmm. and <clears throat> you, you're mm -hmm. at home. You can go right into something. Yeah. No, you've accepted that. Mm -hmm. You're in the car. It's going to take you a little bit to get there. And you know, you got a pretty solid attitude about I'm I'm about I'm going to get there. I'm gonna make it to my I'm destination. I'm gonna make it to my destination. You and think eventually positive about it. Eventually what? You mm -hmm. make it to you. And see it's that kind of uh analogies personally that resonate with me just because uh I don't know, it's just so simple. Is you know, mm -hmm. keep it kiss, That's keep simplicity. It, keep it simple. I see you sponging it up and I'm proud of you for that because that's gonna determine everything. Really, like, memorizing is so important. Yeah. That, that banging it into your yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah, because it's so easy when something happened to us to get off track, and I'm a victim of it myself, you know, and that it, you know, you just, like, again, I didn't have the best weekend working, just, uh, mm -hmm. you know, both jobs, you know, or whatever, yeah. and like Sandra said, uh, these are times that define me seriously as an entrepreneur because I'm willing to, I'm willing to just work, work, work. You know what I mean? If it means, you know what I mean? I gotta, I know what I gotta do. You know what I mean? I'm taking on these greater risks and I know I'm gonna see them through. It's been like that for two years. I don't even know if it's specific moments I could highlight, but yes. I didn't changed up my job scenario so much just because I didn't make money in my personal life. So it, yeah. I didn't, I know it's possible. You know what I mean? With the right things in in order and in play uh so that's why you know i feel like that in general like i feel like that's why people respect me like they do now is it's nothing else at this point that's what i do uh for sure uh yeah. so that's you know that's to me you know i'm i'm in the grind for sure i'm in the grind uh definitely uh enjoying it uh that that chapter with asking it is given though uh today this morning i needed it i'm so glad that i opened it because yeah. It's uh that's probably gonna propel me through the week for sure. Just yeah, no doubt. It's a ride, man. It's a ride. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, so um 
you know, to our Facebook friends um, and also, you know, to our Instagram fans and to our friends, should I say, and to the YouTube friends. Um, you know, we're going to conclude right now. We don't want to, you know, because this is the second episode yeah. and we intend on giving you many, many more. Yeah, we're um, growing together. Because, yeah, we're going to grow together as a family and we're going to give you all the information and the testimony about myself yeah. and about my son's life. So yeah. um, we really enjoy doing this. And, and again, you know, please get, give us all the feedback that you possibly can. You know, give yeah. us thumbs up, yeah. thumbs down. Yeah. You know, we're not going to be offended whatever, you know, type of, um, yeah. you know, uh, evaluation that you may give us. Yeah. But um, the love is still going to be there. Mutual, for sure. So, um, you know, uh, we signing out. Yeah. And, uh, you that know, may everybody have the best day possible. Continue to think positive. Carpe diem. And uh, take it to the next level. You know, no... Know yourself, you know, uh, and, and and just continue to grow and develop and, and trust in God. Yeah, 100%. Peace. But thank y'all. I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Um, definitely this next episode, episode three, we'll get into a little more with, uh, you know, us propelling through, you know, pretty much the last 15 years and key moments we'll touch on for sure. But this is this is pretty much what it's like with me and Pots, man. We just be kicking it, kicking knowledge. And uh, we really appreciate all the feedback and all the viewership and all the participation from last episode. So this is uh, this is the Chosen 2 podcast signing out. We'll end out with a little Detroit, Detroit smoke. We'll play my song. See y'all. I know somebody who wants a bitch. It get real in the field, better tighten up. Yeah. It get real in the field, better tighten up. Hey. It get real in the field, better tighten up. Hey. 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 It get real in the field, better tighten up. Why you bring it to the club? She can't write with us. Come on. Why you calling all your friends? You a sight, huh? Fuck a tape, promote the bag. What's the price on them? On the Delta plane, sipping, I got pints in there. Oh. Get that motherfucking money, that's my type of shit. Yeah. I'll open up the spot and work the shit. Yeah. Nigga, get it out the mud, I was cursed with this. Huh? Trying to take that dirty money and just go legit. Really, I'm just going light, it get worse than this. And that Palm Angel V, it was worth the zip. Glizzy for you thirsty niggas, I'll squirt the clip. Watch me stand up on a pedal, try to burn the strip. I can have that bag on from the first to fifth. I got Louis on my hip, I got Gucci on my bro. I just pop two RPs, trying to murk the bitch. I got groupies on my dick, it's a movie when I'm there. It get real in the field, better tighten up. It get real in the field, better tighten up. It get real in the field, better tighten up. It get real in the field, better tighten up. I wear Louis to the ninth grade. My first
first day. Yeah, middle minute, made a honey. What? My first play. Run it up and blow a cake. My birthday. Forever on, but I'm never off. But my shirt say it. Baby, when you tryna play it? I ain't gotta say it. It ain't that. I don't wanna talk money conversation. I got hundreds on my mind. I got bitches in rotation. Just brought you for the sex. Then we going on vacation. Uh-uh. You can be a witness. Look, you can see greatness. Look. You can see ones with the off white laces. Twins be too much. I'm in love with blue faces. For a blue run, we ran it up on blue paint. It get real in the field, better talk.